Blog Talk Radio. Sage Infinite, Online Nation, yeah. Hey yo, welcome to the Online Nation. Victory I'm chasing, penetration. Helps to spread the floor spacing, you know I'm acing. All for the sim nation, the hesitation. Freeze the D in location, they can't recover. Got the skill like no other. I hear shots, see the boards giving me props. I tell them Jesus fall back, call a play and attack. They want to rage quit, playing 2K, that's it. Rex center to the park, jump shot with the arc, going on Runs the home crowd, feeling my spark. Spot your weakness, guarantee you reach. I teach quick, the D slip, flip the finger, roll, that's it. Who got next? I shake a dude out of this check. Cops some new ones, opponents better show me respect. Ride the bench next time, all witness my shine. Who can see me? The future like NYC. Peace. Yeah. It's your boy, NYC, the future, online nation all day, nation all day. Y'all know what it is. Here with another one, let's get it popping. I mean, for everybody that don't know, it's online nation. We we just love online gaming, you know, nation. We love the com- competitiveness, everything, man. You know, it's real skills, man, you know. So we definitely dedicate to everybody that plays online, even offline, man. You know, we just love gameplay, man. We just want to see good games, man, for good sports games, right? So if you're with that, man, you ain't no follow the calls, man, online nation all day. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Everybody knows they play NBA Live 18 demo this past Friday. Um, we're going to talk about that discussion tomorrow in depth about that. I know everybody got a lot of opinions, so we're going to talk about that. Um, also, we're going to talk about a little bit about NBA 2K18. And maybe if we got some time, man, we could talk about the NBA Upcoming season, man. We talk about this LeBron James stuff, talking Kyrie Irving and everything like that, man. So uh, definitely gonna get into that, man. But uh, first, let's get into the shout out section, man. Of course, man. You ain't know my co-host, man. A little Spaz fifty seven. What up, DJ Gonzo Star, Boy Venom. What up? Um, of course, um, Sin Nation president, Dajah, man. You ain't know, man. I haven't heard from his Sin Nation hangouts in a minute, but I'm sure that 2K18 is about to come out soon, so we're going to hear more. And hopefully, man, a lot of people, man, we're waiting for them blogs, man. Remember those blogs that Design used to have back in the days? We're waiting for that, man. Um, I think we heard from Spook, 2K YouTuber that, um, what's the nigga's name? Scott OG, man. My nigga Scott OG, he about to have a blog about defense and stuff, so definitely be on the lookout for us. Some amazing lady, first president, Big Mama, what's up? Um, let me see. What's Giddy? Uh, yeah, OG Sports, LD2K, what up? Um, iPod King Carter, uh, K Spade, everyone in the online nation, man, that's a big supporter, man. Um, OV, Rachel K, my brother, Queens Bowler, people in my hood, D Wood, Sean, JT, um, Xbox people, C Grizzly, HS Bowler, Drew, P Towns, Young Trav, what up? Pat and Amazing. Um, edit making one on one, man. He be doing my um my new thumbnails, man. Pasta him, man. Um, Future Twenty Three was goody. Uh, Mike Sam Gaming was good, bro. I see you, my G. Uh, J Cross, what up? Corey, uh, Pacino, what up? My nigga Sam Fan, yo. Me and you talked Sam Fan before on what a couple months ago, man. That uh, you definitely gonna be on the show soon, man. So uh, definitely welcome to Sam Fan. Um, Sam I am. Big Cat, Jersey Maid, Jersey Rain, Pasta Padre, so many people, man. Um, Bowling Brothers on Facebook. Um, definitely, you'll join my Facebook group, at, man, facebook.com slash groups slash online nation gaming. A whole bunch of other 2K gamers is on there, man, so definitely join that. And uh, my Twitch channel, man, I'll be on Twitch all heavy every night unless I'm flying somewhere, you know, um, twitch.tv slash future. Um the Kali website, what up, Operation Sports. And, uh, yeah, sportsgame.com, what up. So we're going to get to the small talk section. Let's get it popped, and then we're going to get the co-hosts. You dig? Three minutes, now I'm saying, book me for a long time. Let's look preview. Let's let that beat through. It's 3D, too. Okay, fans, we all know how this going to end. With him in the bag and a towel on him. I fuck with y'all so heavy. I'm going to let y'all decide his face. Talk to the little nigga. Wow, what y'all want me to do? What y'all want me to do? Yeah, this 
this is the show time, man, where we talk about anything, man, life, girls, anything, man. And before, this is, this is not the topic, but before I get into the topic, man, you know, that's just messed up about this whole, you know, this whole thing with the world, man, with the, um, what was it, VA the other day, man, this crazy, man, with the Donald Trump stuff and all that. Crazy world we live in, man. But like Obama said, man, like, you're not born to hate. You know what I'm saying? You're not born to hate a race and stuff like that. Like, I'm tired of it, but I see it every day, especially especially me as a flight attendant. Feel me? Like, yo, it's, it's just crazy, man. Like, I still see racism easily every day as a black man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you just got to look at it and just, it is what it is, man. But, you know, but um, anyways, other than that, man, the topic of today, man, is it good for basketball gaming to have two games, man? You know, is it good to have NBA Live and is it good for NBA 2K18? So let's get our co-hosts in there see what's up. Uh, 734. You, what's good, Future? What's up, man? What's up with you, bro? Uh, man, I'm chilling, baby. How are you? I'm good, man. Been good. Good, yeah, you know. Uh, right. You know, putting out fires, starting fires. You know what I'm saying? When you have a difference of opinion about anything that don't relate to what the top guys think, mm-hmm. I've been I've been fielding. Uh, I've been a fireman this weekend, bro. And then I said I got into a couple of pretty big debates, and I also been uh, started a couple too myself. So. You know what I mean? It's, it's been pretty good. Mm, okay, okay. Definitely. Uh, let's get in uh, 630. 630. What's going on? What's going on, NYC? How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm good, guys. How's everything? Oh, everything cool. Everything's cool. Okay, okay. And uh, we got our spaz. Little spaz. You. Y'all niggas be out here. Y'all be on here fucking dead, man. Wake your asses up, man. Wake up, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday, man. We ready, man. We good. We good. You ready? <laughs> we good, man. We good, man. So, um, like I was saying earlier, man. Yeah, man. We out here. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, man. Yo, is it good for, for basketball games to have two games or what? Who wants to start this off? Don't Don't Gonzo, Gonzo, Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo just dropped the this drop, so uh one of y'all could drop it. Uh hold on, we got Gonzo right here, hold up. Gonzo? Yeah. Yeah, what's going on man? My fault, man. I don't know why it just dropped for a second. Oh, okay, okay. It's all good. So yeah, um the question we got is is it good for basketball games to have two games, man? I see a lot of debate about uh, YouTube and stuff. Absolutely. I think we need both. I mean, like I say, iron sharp is iron. Uh, I mean, just in case you get tired with one, you get irritated with some of the flaws on one, you can always go play the other one to kind of just get a breath of fresh air. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. I think basketball, video games in general, when there's always been more than one, uh, it's typically been better, better for the, you know, the whole gaming community uh, as a whole. I think it's good for us all. Uh, I got more to say, but I'm gonna wait till we get to that point. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. What about uh, you, Spaz or Venom? Yeah, we good. Um, two basketball games, good for the community. Um, it's good and bad for the community. The bad part is you got the fanboys that's like, just, and they'll say everything bad about the other game. In my opinion, my answer to that is. If you don't like something, don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like if you don't if you don't like tall bitches, right? Tall skinny bitches, right? You ain't gonna go to tall skinny bitches talking to them, right? That's entertainment. <laughs> Same thing with the game. <laughs> but you're in a live stream saying that shit. Same thing for live people. Live will come to some 2K shit. Oh, uh, same thing. Like if you don't like it, don't come through it. You know what I'm saying? You you don't you don't like if you're a vegetarian nigga, you don't eat meat. You're not going to fucking McDonald's and over hamburgers, you feel me? You're not doing it. So don't do the shit with the video games, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, it's good for the community, you know what I'm saying? People that's unbiased like us, how we not really biased and we just play, you know what I'm saying? It's good for us. We got to win as a consumer. Shit. 
the game, one of the games is forty dollars. You feel me? If you pre-order, so it's a win. In my opinion. Mm. Okay. Okay. So what about you, Venom? I I feel the same way as Spaz, man. You know, it's it's good and bad because you know. To have variety is always a good thing. You can go out and, well, I don't like this anymore, so I'm going to go ahead and play this one. But with having both or with having multiple, that means that you got to deal with fanboys in both directions. And um, that, that that's kind of where the problem comes into play is the, the fanboys that, that are loyalist to a company that has no loyalty to you as a consumer. At the end of the day, they're about a dollar sign, and we, we don't hold them accountable enough, but that's a that's a whole nother discussion in itself. But dealing with the fanboys is the only negative of having multiple games as opposed to just having one that you just have to deal with. Mm, okay. Yeah, I disagree with what y'all talking about because I'm looking at everybody else's YouTube and stuff like that. Like, just the fanboy stuff of it, man. It's like, can we just all get along sometimes? Can I see everybody saying, oh, now 2K is done and finished? I'm like, what? <laughs> But um, I definitely love the competition, and I I think that it should make 2K strive for even more better excellence. But I mean, time will definitely tell with that. But um, I know I know guys are gonna say something about this um all this uh what happened this weekend a little bit. So I let I let you talk about that a little bit, man. But all the stuff that happened this weekend, you know, with the um in the VA. You have anything to talk about that? Yo. Uh, I see Gonzo in the drop. Yo, y'all there? Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, I think I he just dropped. Yeah, I think he just dropped. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Gonzo is still there. Gonzo, you there? Yeah, I think he's about to call back. But, um, yeah, what, what y'all thinking about this past weekend, though, man? Who want to go first? I got you. Overall, man, it's just it's sad. You know, I mean, you we always make jokes about um, the per the progress that we should have, or you know, um, where we are as people and things along those lines. And then for stuff like this to happen, or for it to still be prevalent, is it's ridiculous. is 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 a short answer. It's ridiculous that it's still around. You know what I mean? Everyone's entitled to have freedom of speech. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And if you're not causing harm to anybody, say what you feel like saying. But there is no room for hate in itself in general. And um, I think when I saw it originally, listening to what they were saying, talking about you won't take our spots. Um, uh, we we won't it, we won't not be heard or whatever, but it's like and not even getting overly racial, but it's like as as white men, when are you not hurt? You know what I mean, when is your point is always made before anyone else's? When are you overlooked for anything? You know what I mean? Like it makes no sense that you're fighting said battle because you don't agree with the movement that is going on uh, with uh, the Black Lives Matter or feeling like. But the Black Lives Matter movement is pretty much what what's stemming all of this. And then Trump being in office means that the undercover racists can come out now because they feel like they can say what they want, forgetting that we ain't our grandparents or our ancestors. And you'll catch these hands if you come across the right one talking that white power <laughs> and everything else. And, I mean, that's real. You'll you catch these hands really quickly because we're not going to sit and march and be peaceful and things along those lines. We're a different breed. We're not. We're not what our grandparents were. But I mean, all in all, man, it, it, it's a sad. It's a sad scenario. Sad situation, and there's no room for it, especially if we're trying to to grow. And racism is separating or keeping us separate. Okay. That that's all I got on it. I agree. I agree. Uh, Gonzo, you anything to say about that? Uh, first of all, I just want to ask everybody on the panel, like, is anybody even surprised by this? Because, I mean, we're in America. Like, this is this is, this is is just history pretty much repeating itself. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been saying this for the longest, that with all the black shooting going on, innocent black people at that, it's not like you're shooting guys who 
are just criminal and, and, uh, and menaces to society, you shooting innocent black people at traffic stops. You know what I'm saying? So that let me know you're already trying to turn back the clock to the city. You know what I'm saying? When they say make America great again, my question was always, when has America ever been great? We can spit that crap about 1776 and the flag and all that. You know what I'm saying? Let's get – they want to erase the fact that the second stanza was taken out of the flag. And during the time when they're talking about freedom and independence, there were no – there were – there weren't any black people at that, at that period in time. You know what I'm saying? They were really talking about freedom. You know, black people weren't included in that freedom. We can go to 1865 when they abolished slavery, how they started getting uh, the 13th Amendment against us to, to incarcerate us and put us back on chain. And, and you can get sent to, to, uh, 30 days in prison just for jaywalking. We can talk about the 1963 uh, Civil Rights Act and I think the 1964 Voting Rights Act, which they still didn't try to honor. And you really didn't get it to 1970. So Texas only been free for 47 years. You know, like I say, I understand everything that Colin Kaepernick was standing for. First of all, to me, if you really want to break down what that whole flag means, and black people, you know, we understand, we, 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 we want acceptance from white folks. I'm just, I guess I'm a different breed in this case. I don't give a fuck if they never accept me, period. Because you know what the problem is? If you don't like me here, you shouldn't have brought my ass here. Now I'm here, and I ain't going nowhere until I get good and ready to. So deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, we can break this flag down right now. We can talk about 50 states. Yeah, those 50 stars represent 50 states, 50 states which were stolen by Europeans. We can talk about those 13 colonies, 13 colonies that were infiltrated by Europeans knocking off the natives. I don't want to hear crap about what that flag represents. That flag to me represents oppression. My grandfather was a World War II veteran. He went to Germany and fought. And let me tell you something. He went on trains to go fight against the Germans, and when they get there, they capture the prisoners of war. They put the prisoners of war on the train to make the black soldiers walk back. Fuck that flag. It don't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? All I can worry about right now is our people, and worry about all. And, and when I say our people, I'm not just putting black people because the white folks that fight with us and understand where we're coming from and they're sympathetic to our cause. And not saying the thing is with black people, we ain't asking for nothing for free. We're not asking for to give us. Uh, 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 treat us any different from any other white 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 citizen in America. All we ask for is is treat us like human beings. You know that's all. And if that's hard to ask, I find it to be a problem with you. And I'm finding that more white supremacists. Truth of the matter is, these motherfuckers just they 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 suffer from a system of psychosis. There's something wrong with them. When a white person like 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 the guy just said a minute ago, when is white men have not been hurt? When is nothing? When is nothing ever went your way? Where has somebody ever been in your way? James Baldwin said in 1967, if I'm not mistaken, James Baldwin said, he says, black people are enraged. He says, you know what, black people are enraged? They're enraged because the white man is always in our way, meaning that we can't never get the jobs that we want. We can't live in a neighborhood we would like to. We can't, make it, we can't earn a decent living like we want to because guess what, the white man is always in our way to keep us from that. White man, on the other hand, fears us, which leads to his rage, which, he, which eventually leads to terror. Guess what? We're not no real threat to the white man because we're not really in his way. But his fear leads to terror, which eventually means what? He wants to knock all black men for no cause at all. So it's a big difference. Like I say, hate is wrong and all that, but we got to get to the point where we say fuck everybody else's cause and worry about our own, period. Facts. Facts, man. Facts. I just want to say this, though. Like, I want to add to that. Like, my thing with the whole thing is, like, with, with like all right, so slavery. Let's say slavery just slavery ended, whatever. Where do you think all these people went to? You know what I'm saying? Of course, they all in the government. That's like you know what I'm saying. You said 400 years of slavery, so that's 400 years of masters. You know what I'm saying? People be said masters of slave owners that their family dead ass in the government running this shit. All these states like Virginia, that was one of the main states, wasn't it? You know what I'm saying? All those states and shit, Georgia and all that shit type of shit. Those this is it's all over there. You know what I'm saying? That's why. It's happening. It happens at a at in a large amount, like because especially the the Mike Brown joint too, man. Like that's another place. Like Louisiana is another place. Like all these places are places that where they, they that racism is higher, and the people that's in the power and and like governs the state are already racist. Those are like old slave masters and stuff carrying on tradition. They're just doing it what they the government calls quote unquote. Legally now, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's my take on it. Cause I'm always I always said that you never sat back to yourself and just and and just thought to yourself like sat back and thought to yourself like man, 
we're all the people they said racism is over. Okay, it's all over, right? It's over. Well, we're all the people that was like slave owners and all of that shit. Where did they go? Because those are all the rich people and all of that. They all over, you know what I'm saying? You, you see what I'm trying to say? I don't know the words. Yeah. I, 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 but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm, they like in in the, the positions of power. Yeah, bro. They're in the positions mm-hmm. of power still. And I feel like that's why that's why it's happening at the scale that's happening. And people get away with what they get away with. Okay. I definitely that. Yeah, everybody. Um, that segment was for some time, thing, man. I know we went a little bit over the time, but you know we just definitely had to get into that man. That's definitely important right now in uh, everybody's lives right now. But um, let's get to a little bit of lighter note, man. I know everybody played NBA Live 18, man. Of uh, the demo. What are y'all impressions of the demo so far? Man, that's trash, no. (laughs) 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 It'll never compete with 2K. You know what I mean? 2K for life, baby. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know why I even brought this crap out, bro. Yeah. (laughs) What's your opinion on one of them? (laughs) You know I'm a 2K player first. You know what I'm saying? Uh, No, in all honesty, man, this is... It was very surprising. Um, I'll say that it felt like NBA Live 16 2.0. And I took a lot of heat for saying that earlier um, after playing for a solid 20, 30 hours. But a lot of the animations are still there from the previous game. They added a lot to it, but the core gameplay itself, you're looking at live. 16, which isn't really a bad thing because 2K does the same thing. You play the same game and like, oh, okay, they added something new to it. But um, AI-wise, if you're playing against the computer, I think live has the upper hand. Playing against a person, I I feel better playing the other game. Um, They still feel a little wonky. It's not as fluid as I would like it. And then the shooting's a little off. And then I never understand the blocking either. That That's what I've been complaining about more so than anything else. I never know if I can test a shot right or if it's really going to get blocked. Kevin Love smacked my shot across the dang uh, – smacked my shot across the court, and I was furious because we all know that he don't play defense like that. Facts. But uh, that, that's all I got with the game, bro. It, it, it was better than I was anticipating, definitely. Okay. Okay. What about uh, you, Gonzo? Uh, I played it quite a bit. Uh, as of lately, uh, I can say that a lot of the the the, the 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 animation database is is a lot like Live 16. They added a few, uh quite a few new animations, you know, especially like at the shot celebrations and uh. uh they had some new dunk features. They got a little more signature layups, it seems to, because they got, like, beer rolls and, like, scoop layup and floater, like, down to a tee. Uh, Kyrie Irving has a lot of, like, a lot of nice layups. Curry, I even seen uh, an animation where Curry has the high off the glass layup. I mean, something 2K had last year, but live is incorporated into theirs as well. Uh, Kevin Durant seems to have his, uh, his, uh, his shot. Uh, LeBron plays like LeBron. Another thing I like... One thing I want to say that AI has improved to me in this aspect uh, is not as easy to score in the paint as it was before. Because at first you could score in the paint with anybody. You could mess around and go 80% going to the paint in life. Because I didn't play last 16. I played last, I played last 16 when the first game. up like a month. But you could score at will in the paint. Now you can't do that as much. The transition defense has gotten a, little, gotten a tad bit better. The dribbling mechanics. Uh, the dribbling mechanics, uh, I, I like that. I, I like the dribbling because you can actually, like, cross people over. Uh, it's just it's, it's one thing. It's one of these things where you don't want to compare live, live and 2K because live is coming from a resurrected place. You know, it, it's been down. So you, you can't expect it to have the expectations of 2K. Uh, you got to look at it. 2K is selling uh, – Four million copies on opening night at sixty bucks a pop. They're probably generating twenty four, twenty four some million in a night. You know what I'm saying? Just from people purchasing just the game. 
that's not even including D.C. So they have the money factor to kind of help them make the game the way they want to. But there's a lot of there's a lot of differences that, and and, and this is just to all the YouTube like fan people like me. I like YouTubers who are just going to give unbiased opinion. Just if something's wrong with live, I want to be be sure that you're pointing at the same thing with 2K. I heard somebody say I watched somebody on YouTube today and they said that live's defense is OC. The, the defense is just it, you can play defense too well. Well. Um, 2K, when you're playing against people, you can't play defense at all. And when you're playing against the computer, uh, the computer's defense is super OC. I mean, you got people like Roy Hibbert who can stay in front of Russell Westbrook. That's retarded. Um, <laughs> uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, live, live, one thing I think what makes live can draw people, gravitate people more so towards live in this aspect is that in live, if I hit this button, it's going to happen because this is my input. My and Will on uh, Will from Operation Sports, I think he said the same thing. He said that his inputs are his inputs. It's not some triggered animation. It's not some. It's not some animation that's, that's forced to you because we can talk all day long about how live's graphics. I mean, 2K's graphics are greater, which they are. I give them credit on that. 2K has much, much graphics are much better, but. 2K takes the control from the from the user. It's times where uh, you can knock the ball away from the computer, and your guy will do some type of like turnaround, like he's going back away from the ball just so the computer can get the ball back. Uh, you could be passing the ball to a guy in the corner, and he'll just magically walk out of bounds, and all of a sudden it's, it's, it's turnover on you because he just chooses at some random moment to walk out of bounds. Um, on 2K crossing over, you can. Go left, right, left, right, left, right, and eventually, especially when you play against people, and eventually just go around them. It, and, and you can use just, you can do this with just almost anybody. So it's it, it's like a like you call it up in like a catch twenty two situation. Like what, what one doesn't have, the other one does. Uh, you got great graphics in two K, but you're, you're going to lose a lot of control. Uh, live graphics is not as great as two K is, and a lot of animations are wonky, but. Your inputs are your inputs, you know. So it's one of those things where, you know, you just got to pick and choose. I'm going to get both, so I won't have to be stuck with one, so. Oh, okay. And, and before we get into spaz, hold on. We got a new caller. Let's get him on the line. 347. 347, you're live. Yeah. Hear me now? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Who's this? Is this yeah. Hello? What happened? Yeah. Yo, this is Books. Nelson? Oh, what's up, man? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? It's good. Hello. <laughs> it's fucking Books. Hello. How's everything, man? I about this live real quick, man. You know, uh... Show some appreciation for both the show. Y'all hitting the grind. I heard y'all doing a great job so far. Uh, it's been entertaining and informative. Is I, I expect no less. Um, did y'all have any questions or y'all just wanted to hear my feedback? Uh, yeah. Take your feedback. Um, feedback. Uh, well, I thought, well, first and foremost, I thought the game was fun. Like, overall. Like, if we take, you know, the competition out the equation. Did it look good? Did it sound good? Did it look like a solid, fun video game, sports game, if I, like, never heard of 2K? I think it did. Like, especially if you don't come at it from a hardcore perspective. And I don't mean that about simulation and hardcore. I'm talking about if you don't come at, come at it as a person who's played, you know, 2,000 hours of 2K over the last year, three years, five years, or whatever. If you just look at it on its own terms as a video game, I actually think, for the most part, it looks fairly polished and it was fun to play. It was easy to understand and get into. And I think they deserve some congratulations for that. All right. Mm. So do you think that they um, they can't compete with 2K, do they, a little bit or what? Well, I I think the the truth is the same as it was a couple of years ago when they released the Pro One, right? On a simulation level, Absolutely not, especially when you involve the AI, because their AI, their AI was inferior to 2Ks before Czar and OG and them guys got in there and started overhauling stuff. Now with all the freelance offenses and stuff, that's just so next level. That's not a fair comparison. But where 2K is vulnerable, as, as Gonzo has brought up, 
is the one-to-one feeling of controlling your character. It's like the same simplicity that hurts them in a franchise simulation aspect. That simplicity is good when you're playing one-on-one against a person or five, you know, versus five in a pro-am situation where AI is not really in the equation. Then it feels really good to understand this is a contested shot. He can't get a green. This is the dribbling moves always, no matter what. This is the post-up moves always, no matter what. That simplicity works for them. And I think almost if you compare it more to like a Rocket League than a basketball game. And when I say Rocket League, that's not to be an insult because Rocket League is a phenomenal esport. The thing about Rocket League is Rocket League understands that it's a video game and it's a sport. It doesn't, there is no real-life Rocket League. So it just needs to work on its own terms. As much as simulation heads don't like that, that is an aspect of every sports game. Every sports game has to be real life to a point, but then at a certain point you've got to ignore it and work like a video game so that it feels good to play and it feels fair to play. And I think live has that advantage in that because it's simpler, because it's a little less like basketball in certain respects, it feels more fair. It feels like you could trust it. You know what I mean? It's very stable. I agree. I definitely agree on that. Wow, these things are bad. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> what do you think about uh, um, live so far on Spaz? I'm, I'm, I'm all in with it. I know I'm definitely buying it. I enjoyed the demo. I'm getting mad because the service ain't stable, though. We was on it today again, like, ever since last night. For some reason, the service ain't stable. But as far as the gameplay is concerned, you take away the cosmetic, like the little bit of warping, and you look at like the the like the um the new animations and what's new versus what's always been there. I think they're doing a pretty good job. And there's a fun factor and a replay value, you know what I'm saying, with the game in itself. The only thing I think that's going to be repetitive as like about the game, I think the, that one mode, I think you know what I'm saying, but I think when you go online, I think it's going to be it's going to be fun. All, all day, every day, it'll be fun. But the um, that one mode is is cool and all, but I really don't think people are gonna be like, like you know, really. I think people will be interested in the casuals, but you know how the hardcore online people are. They're gonna be really like just online with it. You know what I'm saying? Like in the street yeah. part. Yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. Okay, guys, the casuals always outnumber the hardcore. For every person you see out there in the park, that's five people playing my play. For every person you see on the Pro-Am and live, that's five, ten people playing the one. It's just that those people are invisible. They're not on the forums. Right. They're not on, you know what I'm saying? They don't have YouTube channels for the most part. They just play their game. They live their basketball fantasy, and it's all good. And in that sense, I think having Stephen A. and Max Kellerman on there was a brilliant move. Uh, I thought they were very well served. The voice acting was on point. It looked like a real segment. Uh, obviously, it's repetitive because it's canned, but first-time players, those guys talk about you. For most people, that's that's all they need in life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be an NBA player and have they talk shit about you. <laughs> so, and that's why I that feel like, true. you know, even though everybody on here is a hardcore player in some respect or another, whether it's online or leagues or what have you, um, we, we, we can't forget about the casuals because the casuals is what drive the games. And as Gonzo said, they're the ones who, in a large part, provide the money for these companies to improve these games, you know? So the better the game is for the casuals, the better the game is allowed to be for the hardcore. Mm-hmm. You know, no, so you I was watching Chris's video, and, and I, I saw that um, the title, it said, well, the esports ruin basketball video games. Do y'all think that? Like, I was watching no. a video about that. Yeah, I don't know why he no. said that. <laughs> that's the that's a, like to each his own type of thing. Like, if you're into yes. that, you're into that. Nobody put a gun in your head to like say go play esports. Nah, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. I don't think that in, in no way. And here, yeah, and here's the thing: every game, basketball game, you know whether it's FIFA, Rocket League, Overwatch, Street Fighter, every company has to handle their esports 
according to their principles and the way they see their fans interacting with the game. That determines – that's part of how good the eSport is going to be. The other part is what the fans do. People always think of eSports like guys wearing headsets in a big arena. That's not eSports. eSports is you guys playing competitively and putting money on the line. Y'all could do that without all the bright lights and everything else. That's how it was in the fighting game community. That's how it was with Smash Brothers. And you wind up, they on ESPN with a million people watching them because they supported it. So when you ask, is esports going to ruin the game? That's like saying, are you going to ruin the game? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. The community yeah. is always the most important part of the esport. And then the second most important part is the way the company supports that community and, and you know, fosters that and gives them a platform to show their talent and makes it worth the, 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 customer, the consumer's time makes it worth the hardcore player's time, makes it worth the spectator's time. That's what creates the eSport. It's, it's, a, it's a combination of powers, a symbiotic. Here's a question that I, I want to ask you guys. Like, I got a question. This is a generic on-the-fly question. All right, so look. Okay. You know, we got, we got both, these, both these games now, right? What do you say to the person that goes, that goes, do you think that um, – uh, how you say it? Live is gonna take take over. Do you think that's even irrelevant? Do you think Do you think that live will take over? And do you think? Because that that's a question I get asked a lot. And do you think does two K even care? Two K even cares? Well, from my opinion, I don't think live is gonna take over due to the fact that they're rising from the ashes. That's one. And then number two, let's be honest. As much shit as I talk about two K. I'm still buying it. <laughs> I'm still gonna get that money. <laughs> and, and you know, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all. But I'm gonna, tell you, I'm gonna tell you one reason why I really, I really buy the game. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I believe in what Zara and them doing. That's the real reason why I buy it. When you, when I hear Zara talk about the game, I complain, but I complain. I'm usually complaining about aspects that he's not even touching. The plays work. What he's touching works. I'm just I'm buying it because you know what I believe in them that much. I believe that eventually, that Jazar and Scott OG they're gonna get across and make the game better. I just believe that. No matter how much crap I talk, I'm just being honest right now, just with my heart. What I really believe, I believe that they they can make the game better. That's why I don't mind keep. That's why I don't mind investing my money in it because I believe I believe it's something that they can get done. Now, if it comes to the point where two K says I don't want two K, I don't want Jazar and OG that then. Then again, I might have to back off of 2K then because you got two guys that got basketball knowledge and, and they 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 and they run and they and it seems like they know a lot about basketball and I think they had the tools to make the game better. And if you don't trust these two guys, who well, I believe that are intelligent enough to help your game, I can't trust in you now. Cares though? They shouldn't care. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, care I, can't over part. I can't I can't answer the question about whether or not 2K cares. Because, uh, I mean, look, I'm friends with Zar and, and all of those guys. So, you know, I'm not going to speak about things I may or may not have heard or whatever or what I think based on private conversations or, or what have you. Um, that's, you know, if I have a conversation that's like anything that I've heard about 2K, I'm not saying out loud. Right, I will never ever speak exactly. to what I think what I think they're thinking, right? Because then I can't be talked to because I'm just I'm just, just snitching everything. You know what I'm saying? So I can't speak <laughs> to their attitude, but I I can speak to whether I think live will take over, and that's honestly no, and because it's just not enough. They need more time. They, live has to have a successful season, right? It's almost like comparing the Philadelphia 76ers to the Golden State Warriors. The Sixers have talent. You know what I'm saying? And the Sixers don't even have bad coaching. But the Sixers have to turn that talent into victories, right? Now, either they're going to win 40 games, which is a successful season for them, or they're going to win 30 games, which is not good enough. And until y'all hit that 40-game mark and maybe show us, scare somebody in the first round of the playoffs, we can't take you seriously Y'all have the talent to do it. Y'all got to put it together. Whereas Golden State going to be Golden State, and they're going to care when it's time. 
you know, maybe Kevin Durant turn an ankle, they care a little bit more. Uh, Kevin Durant averaging 35 a game, they don't care at all. But it's, it's in their court whether or not, you know, they have to pay attention to live. Live is their responsibility to get some wins. They can't just show us stuff that's like, hey, that's a pretty good game for a company coming back from not having a game. You have to actually have a scene. <laughs> you got to have an online population. You got to support the game throughout the year. Y'all have to show the ability to adapt and make fixes. Uh, the Because, look, for better or for worse, 2K supports their games the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Even if you don't agree with the changes they make, they still make them. They still listen. They're paying people to do that. Live can't can't get away with, you know, the participation award. That's not going to cut it. They got to actually make progress. All right. Next question I got. How do you guys feel about the WNBA being implicated in the game? What's your take on that? I think it's a nice feature, but let's be honest. If you ever watch a WNBA team, a uh, WNBA game on TV, it's not many people <laughs> there, is it? So it's not really going to matter that they have it in live. I mean, seriously. I mean, you might have a couple of chicks that might play it, but outside, I mean, I'm, I'm, I might play them. I'll be honest with you. I might actually play them old, but, I mean, that's not going to be the reason why I'm purchasing. I'm purchasing for online play, and I'm purchasing it for 5 on 5, you know, on, uh, at the pro-am parks, whatever you want to call it. And I play it for just, like, head-to-head regular games. Like, the WNBA won't matter to me at all. Mm-hmm. Just from the feedback of the demo, what do you feel like they can improve on so far that you've got uh, for what you played? Uh, well, demo was a um, like I said, my my biggest gripe with the game um, so far was that you get used to a certain kind of control. I had indicators that let me know in 2K if I did a good job defensively, and of course, you shouldn't be comparing the two because you know. It's, two different artists, different take on things, but I don't know if I'm doing a good job. Um, in some animations, I can get to the rack and I'll I'll get a dunk. Same animation, two plays later, somebody's smacking my shot. Where? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so the same animation, two plays down, somebody else is smacking my shot. What's the difference? What? What indicators, what cues can I have that show up that will allow me to realize that I'm doing something right or doing something wrong? Um, what about the arrows, like the green arrows? Like, don't they show you like when you're playing good defense? They do show when or you're you- playing good when you cut somebody off. But um, I'm referring to like the body contact, and I get the angle to get past somebody. And the same thing is said when I'm driving past the computer, though. I like I'll get by the computer. There's been a couple of times I had. Uh, Draymond on my hip or I had Zaza on my hip and right after I went to make, go with a standard layup or something, they get smacked. And in other cases, they don't smack it. But I'm still looking so at the same thing and I never know what's going to happen. Well, I need an indicator to know if I'm doing a... I, I need some sort of cue to let me know what to expect from here on. Oh, okay. So you're not, you're not There's with no, unpredictability. Yeah, yeah. It's a dice roll. And I get it. Sometimes every now and then, you know, somebody may jump up and block your shot. But when you got people who don't play defense doing Ben Wallace-esque kind of defensive plays because they've gotten behind you or whatever that cue is, and I guess that comes more with playing a game and getting a feel for what said animation should be. But that's something that has been driving me nuts since I've been playing in general. And the face scan don't work if you dark skin. So um, I'm going to post a picture because <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly dark and uh, they got my, they got my face right. But uh, I think my body type is, I got, uh, I got Luol Deng's face on um, Bradley Bill's body as far as skin complexion. I'm like, uh, that, those don't mesh. Those don't mesh at all. Oh, I think you're saying like, I got it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, the, the number one thing that I would say above all else that I need to see improved as an NBA game is people don't play like themselves at all, like not even a little bit. It's just if you look at the archetypes, you could just put the archetype on the character, and that's what they play like. So if somebody's, you know, a slasher or a three-point shooter, they play like a slasher or a three-point shooter, but that's not like KD 
You know what I mean? He didn't play anything like KD. He didn't play anything like Kevin Love. I think the individuality, honestly, there's just a simulation aspect of it. The part of it that represents the, like, the specifics of the NBA game, not very mm-hmm. strong. That's why I think the game is much better as like a pro-am game or you know a head-to-head versus game because I think the biggest problems in the game are hidden by that. And after that, I would say I think big men score really, really easily in the game. Like when I played that's the one, what you say? That's a fact. I said that's yeah. a fact. I played the one mode. I made a bunch of different characters. I ran through the modes with a bunch of different characters. And when I made the center, I literally had a hundred game score every single game. Yeah. It's, it was very, 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 very easy. Like even when I was playing against Andre Drummond, you could just just dunk on them all day long there was like nothing they could do to stop it honestly all the problems you having with blocking not a problem with a center man i could block everything that came in my direction it was pretty easy once you got the hang of it once you once you recognize and this is the problem when they don't have a lot of individuality you recognize it's either going to be a straight up layup or a reverse or a dunk attempt and at the start of the animation you can kind of tell which one it's going to be there's a little bit of a guess point and every time you guess right, I mean, throwing it out the gym. Oh. So they need, they, they definitely, just, you know, it's just more layers, man. They just need more layers. Uh, oh, and I would say the other main thing is that the uh, speed, speed don't feel fast. Yeah, it feels pretty smooth, yeah. It feels pretty smooth. You know, like if you play Isaiah Thomas, he doesn't feel faster than everybody else on the court. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, they all lacking a lot of individuality. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's true. That's true. But I'm saying, like, you, you know, the thing that that like I don't like the few games either. But I just want to know, like, did it really take two years to do to get to this point? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they took two. Like, they no disrespect to EA. They did their best. Like, the 2K Dev period is a hard team to keep up with. At, because these guys got the most experience. These guys have been doing it for a while, all the 2K does. You know what I'm saying? They, they've they been doing it for a while, so it's going to be hard to get a team that's going to keep up with them basketball-wise anyway. But, but for it to be two cycles, do you think the game could have been better? Or, like, what you think? You expected it? To, I wouldn't say can it be. I think because you're only as good as the people that you have back in the product, right? So, would, did you expect it to be more better than what it is? Question. I'll say that. I think what I was expecting had a lot to do with who was hyping it up. Um, as far I as was, like, YouTubers? Or? As far as YouTubers, because, um, I mean, to be honest, there wasn't a lot of blog posts of hyping up what the future held for NBA Live. The majority of um, the majority of me staying in the loop itself uh, popped in with YouTubers or, you know, Twitter feeds of people going in here and there about uh, what to expect and things along those lines. I was expecting, actually, I was expecting a lot more, not even in the sense of it being 2K-esque, but with two years on a, on a game cycle, which seems like forever, and I don't know much about game development, but it still seems like that's a a ton of time for them to have more than what they do there. Like this would be a good starting point if this was live, if this was what live 17 was supposed to be. Like if this was live 17, I would be, I would be tempted to switch companies as a whole because I can see the direction that they're going in. But you mean to tell me you took a year off and you're still pretty much a year behind where you should be development wise. And um, the only other thing that they're doing that I can commend them for is that I said on a number of occasions that I would never pay $60 for um, an NBA Live game. And them offering it at 40 bucks uh, with a pre-order, but them offering it at 40 bucks is definitely enough to entice more people to pick up the game. And if they're trying to sell more than 8,000 copies, that'll get them over the hump and get people at least looking in this direction for uh, – the next gaming cycle, and hopefully they still keep their license past was it NBA Live 19 because they don't think they have anything um, 
past the 2020 season here just yet. But that's what I was looking for. Is I was expecting not perfection, but I was expecting a lot more than what I got here. Yeah, my my expectation. I didn't really have expectations to be honest with you. Uh, I I thought I didn't think the last few games were eleven. I said, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it's just you know, ten was was a good basketball game. Um, I feel, I feel like they hadn't made a better basketball game since Live Ten, so it was just, and they were so inconsistent. You don't know what's going on with management when a game misses its cycle. Like you don't know if they're working the entire time. Stuff got put on hold. The people like no, then yes. If producers get switched around, there's a lot of you know politics in a in a project that's this big. No matter what it is, you know, no matter what it is, if it's a project that's this big, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, um, a lot of money behind it a lot of projections, a lot of expectations internally within the company. And without knowing that, we can't say they've been sitting at the desk trying to perfect this product for two years under a singular leadership. Like, that's just fantasy land. You know what I mean? We don't know, unless you actually visit the company and look at their schedule and their papers and talk to their management and be like, what have you done and what are you doing? You literally don't know what's happening at the company. So I think it's just, you you know if you know a certain amount about development you would you wouldn't even ask the question of like is this two years worth of work in like a generic way because it's specific to every company every project every timeline every budget because the reason why I was asking that is because like it's like how how it was told to us right so the guy's talking at EA Play I think his name is Mike Mahar right so he's talking and he's talking about how the game got scrapped this January you see what I'm saying. So they had whatever they had, whatever they had, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in January, they scrap it. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why I asked that question. So now you got January, February, March, April, May, June, July. But hold up, hold up. When they scrap it in January, what happens to that development team? They just send them home with a, with a sushi lunch and be like, I'm going to call you back tomorrow? Or do they put them on another project? Did they send those guys to FIFA? Did they go to NHL for a few months? Like, we don't know. Yeah, some people. You don't know what that means. I think it did get broken up. I did. I do think it got broken up. You're right. Yeah, like, and if it got broken up when it came back together, was it under the same management? Did they go a different direction? Because there's a lot of new ideas in here, man. Like that Max Kellerman, Stephen A. shit. Them dudes got to fly out, and, and Stephen A.'s mother just died. So you know, this happened yeah, yeah. in an organized, schedule kind of way. You know what I'm saying? They got Max Kellerman is on it. He ain't been on the show forever. So this is a tight window to do a very high production version of that. So and th- when you when you take that thing, it's not like they just come in where they suit and they shoot it and they put that in the game. They have a whole game plan set up around that before it even gets done, before those checks get written. You know, so whoever thought of that, they had that idea and came into the project and was like, okay, well, this is my vision for the one. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to use our ESPN license this way. This is the talent we're going to bring in. This is how we're going to integrate it with the storyline. This is the new system we have with the loot boxes. This is, the, this is the, the loot that we're going to put in the loot boxes. Here's the reputation system for the street and the, and the NBA. That's a lot of shit, man. Like, we can't just look at how the pick and roll is running. All of this stuff goes into the video game. Video games don't exist. So, like, literally everything you see in there, somebody had to put in there. And that shit probably took weeks to do. So it's it's just tough. It's just a tough question to answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's a good nation. That's true. That's facts. <laughs> I, I think for live eighteen, I think the passes though, man. Like I don't know if y'all noticed about the icon passes. Like you have to hold the button. I know yeah. the two K isn't it? We just press it, but for uh, it. Yeah. for live, you have to hold it. Yeah, I got used like to it. A <laughs> Yeah, I, I think a lot like of that, stuff but... is delayed online. Yeah. We're live. A lot of stuff is delayed online. And I'm glad you said something about patches because I almost forgot. I almost forgot. You know there's no lead pass in NBA Live, right? There's no what? Yeah. You cannot guide your player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't. You can't guide your player to the basket. Like, with 2K, I know we're not supposed to be comparing them, but, look, you that's something that every basketball game should have. If, I'm yep, going, right. if I want you to go to the – if I want you to go this direction when I pass you the ball, 
then you should do that. Instead, live doesn't let you do that. And that used to be a feature in there. And now it's like, that's why the, the lanes are deadly, like really dangerous to pass the ball in the passing lane. Because once you pass it, it's automatic. You might as well say it's an automatic steal. Because there's no, when you're playing um, CPU, you know what I'm saying? So you can't guide yeah. your man. To go in there's no give and go. There's no go yeah, and give. Bad. You know, you can't tell a guy to cut first. There's a lot of things. Yep. There's, you know, there's a lot of development we had in the passing game. Yeah. The, I think the passing is pretty, pretty weak. The good thing about it is it doesn't feel bad in the basics of it. So maybe after another year of development, it'll have more layers to it. That's why I talk about it like almost like a rocket loop. Because if you look at it as a basketball game, if we're being fair, if we're forgetting about how frustrating 2K could be, especially 2K17 uh, at launch was a very frustrating game in my opinion. If you take that off the table and you just look at all of the options you have, it's like you can't compare these two things as a basketball simulation. It's just not even – it's not fair. Yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right, though, because now that I think of that, they did scrap it because it wasn't – it's in 16. Lead passes is in 16. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's in 16, the lead pass. So maybe, like, maybe they did break up that development team and things got, like, forgot about or lost. It, it's very possible that they put something else. They put something else in the game in the lead pass that didn't work with it, and they just didn't have time to reintegrate it. Yeah, that's probably uh, what what happened. Well, one you know, thing that's going to hurt them, I, and I keep telling, I try to tell people in the lab community. I even try to tell them in the lab is really going to going to hurt them because if I don't have the option to roster customize, and when I say customize, I don't really mean changing shoes and elbow pads. Cause I could care less about that, but I'm talking about like being able to make trades because see one thing we have I, I gotta give two K credit for is that they used to do the rosters pretty uh uh pretty fast. You know, you know risk like the next day. See live hasn't been like that. I know for a fact live one time they made a trade and that trade didn't happen for three weeks. You need to at least give people that option to say, Okay, we're going to the to the rosters and make that trade real quick. Yep. Mm. That's a fact. We got that I, th- I think yeah. all the, I think most of the weaknesses, the glaring weaknesses, are in the versus the computer or another person. You know, when when it's just one player on each side, that's where all, live needs a, a lot of work. But in the basic controlling one character game and five people on the court kind of game, that aspect, the you know the team play, they have something going there because of the the way it feels so stable. And if they could get a good you know online community going and get some entertaining games on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, you know, they could they could start getting some wins under their belt this year. Oh, I definitely agree, man. I didn't know, man, you know, this time went by so quick, man. We got two minutes left. Um, Books, you, you got any last words, bro? Say again? We got two minutes left in the show, bro. You have any last oh, words? Well, I mean, you know, well, first of all, real quick, much, you know, much love to you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, for the people who don't know me, I draw Luke Cage from Marvel Comics, so you guys can float over to the comic book store if you want to support. Uh, issue 4 comes out this week, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. I'm glad that live is shaping up, and, and that ho- hopefully we'll have two great basketball games this year. I have every confidence that the 2K team will put out a much better product with 2K18 because those guys are real hungry. Appreciate it, bro. Where can they find you at on Twitter? Oh, uh, at NelsonBlake2. Okay, okay. Appreciate it, brother. Um, Venom. Yo. Hey, man, shout out to y'all. Thank you for having me back again. Obviously, I wasn't uh, too bad. (laughs) I thought the first one didn't didn't go too well. Um, I'm excited to see that we have a little bit of competition, and I say a little bit in the sense of two games to choose whether I want to purchase or not. (laughs) Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just be so nuts, boy. He don't like he don't like nothing but two K, boy. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna get them both because you know I'm saying it's forty bucks. I, I can I can see getting rid of uh, or or paying forty for the game itself. But I was a live head back in the day, so I'm I'm happy to see that they are making strides. And uh, all jokes aside, but um. They need at least another two years before we're talking about who's knocking who off of the mountaintop. 
Well, that's it, man. Shout out to y'all once again, brother. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, Spaz. Yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter, underscore LS57, underscore. I got some YouTube tutorials if you want to rock with the live on my channel, Lil Spaz57. Y'all can check those out. Get your ball handling up. That's about it. Shout out to the Online Nation. Shout out to Future. Shout out to everybody here. Gonzo, Bruce Nelson. My man, I know that I forgot your name, bro. But shout out to I'm you. I'm good, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Appreciate it, brother. And uh, Gonzo. And shout out to everybody on the panel. You can, me on, you can see me, uh, find me on Twitter at DJ Gonzo Star. All right. All right. Appreciate it, man. Yo, Venom, uh, what's your Twitter, man? Uh, it's we are underscore Venom90. All right, all right, and definitely appreciate all of y'all, man, for the call right, man. Books, man, of course, man. Spaz, Venom, Gonzo, man. Wouldn't do without y'all, man. And uh, same time next week, man. My Twitter name, NYCDA Future. And uh, just appreciate everybody calling. And uh, same time next week. All right? All right. All right, all right fellas. Great. All right. Yep.